welcome back to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz. He's Matt Pearson. Hey, Dave. And we are back to talk a little more about this past Sunday sermon and whatever else might come rolling off our tongues today. I'm interviewing you today, Dave. Is that really? Can't I just interview myself? You could. I mean, you you won't have a whole lot to do other than color commentary then. Well, I mean. That'd be okay. That's fine with me. Okay. It's middle of the week. I'm about to go on vacation. So I'm just, you know, just living the dream. Really? Yeah. Man, I'm jealous. Yeah. Jealous. You know, the day before you go anywhere, it's just crazy stressed. Uh, I have found that it's usually, I just don't want to be there. <laughs> I've already checked out, started a day early. Well, I, don't, I don't mean necessarily at work. I mean at home. Oh, at home. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yes. Right before the podcast, got on the phone with my wife and just all these details, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. You got to go run all these errands for her and make sure this and, is taken and care And or she has to run them and I'm just looking at a very late night. I'm sorry. And, and I, you like to go to bed early. I don't do late nights. Like you don't do them very well. No, I'd much rather do a early morning. Well, can you not just get up at like 3 a.m. and go do it? I could. Go do it. But I can't sleep real well when she's stirring around. Uh, and uh, she's going to. Guest room. She's going to have everything. If I know she's up, I just, I can't sleep yeah, well. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. See, I don't have that problem. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I took a Valium or a Benadryl or yeah, but those, something illegal. Those medically induced uh, sleeps don't yeah, always I gotta drive. satisfy. I, you know, I got to drive tomorrow, so I don't. I don't want to wake up with a Nyquil hangover. No, that'd be yeah. bad. Yeah. So anyway, it's all good. It's just uh, just one of those one of those things. So uh, you actually wrapped up. By the time this airs, you will have wrapped up this series called yes. "God Is the Question." Yes. And just for our listeners, just to summarize and follow up with with where we've been. I chose this. I actually bummed this title off of a book called Jesus is the Question. It's linked on the blog. And the whole point of the book was that Jesus asked tons more questions than he gave answers. And so I wanted to go back and say, okay, there's some key questions in the Old Testament. There were, I don't know, 10 or 15 that I identified, and we kind of whittled it down to seven. And, you know, God does the same thing his son did or does, and that's ask questions rather than give straight out answers. And so I don't know if this has been helpful for our people, but I, it's, been a, it's been a great series for me. I've really enjoyed the series. I've heard some great comments about the series. Let's, uh, you mentioned your blog. That's mattpearsononline.com yep. for those that don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. We have not, going back to episode one of this series, we have not heard from the author asking for any royalties for stealing his title for inspiration. We haven't. So that's good. Thank you for not suing us. But I do encourage our listeners to go purchase his book at Amazon. Uh, It's a great book. Good, good, good. And so we're wrapping up this series. What's the next series, Matt? The series starting August the 9th will be a Disciples Making Disciples series where I will be, and I, I'm not looking at my preaching calendar in front of me. I don't know if it's me the whole time. or if, It's you the if, whole time. Okay, it's me the whole time. You you, or, took, you got all eight weeks of this series okay, coming up. Okay, okay, because I got a sabbatical coming up, so yeah. I got I to preach all I can. This wraps up before the sabbatical. Yeah, but anyway, Disciples Making Disciples, where I'm walking through Second Timothy. And so it's going to be a combination, kind of a threefer, if mm-hmm. you will, of walking through Second Timothy, which is most important, helping us at West Franklin understand what a disciple who makes another disciple does biblically and intertwining all that with our strategy for disciples making disciples. Yeah. What I'm looking forward to in this series, I mean, outside of just digging into God's word, 
uh, we have a bunch of ask or things that we're, we're encouraging our folks to do. Yeah. So we're going to give a small caveat here. Hey, we're going to be asking y'all to get into a group. Yes. Uh, that's a huge part of what um, this series is about. And so you'd be thinking, praying about that. God, where do you want me? How do you want me? How do we make this happen? And we'll give you more details about how to get plugged in. We're exploring some fun options and can't wait to, to make those ask of, of our folks. Dave, would you say it's possible to grow as a believer without other believers in your life? Uh, it's very hard. Very hard. It's not impossible. I just don't think you'll experience the same amount of growth. I think it's almost impossible to obey Scripture. Okay, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can learn about God on my own, but I may not have as full an understanding without other believers walking with right. me, challenging me. Pushing you. Pushing me. Yeah. And, you know, not even just my theology of God, but my understanding of what it means to be a part Mm -hmm. of of community, Mm -hmm. which is a large part of what God calls us into. I had breakfast with a church member this morning, and he didn't even mean to. He was just talking about something else, but it was a challenge to me. Just a reminder that being around other believers, intentionally or not, will have an effect. Even being around believers that you don't like, or that are just weird, or rub you the wrong way. I get to write an article on that for uh, Brentwood here. Do you? Yeah. That's right. You told me that. What's the name of the article? Well, I don't have the name of the article yet. The topic is, uh, how do you deal with difficult people in the church? Did they do that because you work with me? They didn't they... tell me that specifically, but I just assumed that was why. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So how to deal with difficult people in the church. Yes. Well, you've got a hard place to to figure that out because there's nobody difficult at West Franklin. None. And, not uh, one. Everybody's, everybody's great. Everybody's great. They're all over at one of the other campuses. The, the people listening to this podcast are all great. So Yeah, but only the ones listening. Yeah, only them. <laughs> so, so the question, back to back to the task. The question for this Sunday was what? So or is what? Is what? Dave? We are in Psalm 50. Uh, And God asked this question, do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Gross. It really is, and the answer is no. So that's the whole sermon, no. Okay, all right, well. There we go. Let's pray. Let's pray. The podcast is over. So, yeah, so I'll be honest with you, Matt. As I was, uh, one, when I got the question, I thought, why did you pick this question? Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about some of that. And I uh, gave you this one on purpose. Well, And you actually gave me an out and said, you can pick another question. And yeah. I said, no, mm-hmm. I want the challenge of this question. And realized really quick that I was just reading the verse. Mm-hmm. I wasn't reading the context. Mm-hmm. And when you read the whole chapter of Psalm 50 and the author is, is being used by God to call down judgment mm-hmm. upon Israel, and so this isn't just a rhetorical question. There's purpose behind the question, mm. which I don't think God asks rhetorical questions. I mean, there's always a purpose. I have said he does in this series, so be careful, Dave. But well, I agree with you. Yes, I agree with there's you. always a purpose behind it, even if he's not expecting you to answer it. And so the answer is obviously no, God doesn't. But we talk in the sermon about why God asked this question. And if you didn't listen to the sermon, go back. But the short answer is, the pagan people that Israel was intermingling with, their beliefs were when we sacrifice, we're meeting a need of God. Mm -hmm. And God is clearly laid out in Psalm 50, everything belongs to me. You're not giving me back anything that I need because it's already mine. And uh, he even goes on to say, even if if I had a need, I wouldn't tell you. And so we explore that. We uh, we talk about the self-sufficiency of God and how God really does not need us. And then we transitioned into, hey, God is inviting us. 
I don't want to recap any of that. If you didn't listen to the sermon, you owe yourself to go back and listen to it. What I want to talk about is this, Matt. If we are not careful with this thought that God is self-sufficient, the aseity of God, it can become a hair bit fatalistic mm-hmm. in our relationship with him. Okay. Unpack fatalistic for, uh, for it, those from North Alabama. Or maybe nihilistic. It can lead to this, well, if God doesn't need me, do I really need him? Right. It can lead us to places, if God doesn't need me, then why should I make the effort to follow what what's the purpose why am i here let me just do me on my own if yes he's, if he's sufficient and he doesn't need me then yeah and that's a selfish prideful response mm-hmm. we want to be important we want to be needed mm-hmm. so there's not there wasn't time to to explore this in in the sermon so i just find myself going if i have that question i think it's important for us to maybe talk a little bit about what is the purpose mm-hmm. of of me and you and humanity and men and women in general. Why, if God doesn't need us, then what's our purpose? So there's your question, Matt. What's our purpose? What is our purpose? Thanks, Dave. Yeah. For the um, easy, easy question. Yeah. You do that to me most right. weeks. So. Can, I, can I give you the theological answer? No, that, I was hoping I you would. Correct. Our purpose is to glorify God. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's, a, it's a purpose of we are created to enjoy God. Yeah. Enjoy. I like that. And that is the greatest thing we can do. God doesn't need us to do that, but he gives us that opportunity. Right. Uh, and it comes down to some of that invitation that we mm-hmm. talk about in the sermon. He invites us into relationship. Why does he invite us? Because he knows he is the most satisfying thing ever. And that's why we're made, to be satisfied in God. And I talk a lot in my student ministry years about the cyclical nature of enjoying God and as we enjoy God and we glorify him through that process, he makes himself more known. And mm. then we enjoy God that much more, yeah. which causes us to glorify him more, which mm. causes him to reveal himself more. So it's this this process of as we enjoy God, God makes himself more known so we can enjoy more of him, which causes us to enjoy him even more. Isn't that a taste of heaven? I hope it is. It better be. John 17, doesn't he say, this is eternal life that they may know you. And so when we talk about Psalm 50 and God is asking this question and we come to the answer of God really doesn't need us, I don't want us to get discouraged by that. I want us to realize, yeah, God does not need us, but he has created us with the purpose of glorifying him. And it's not because God is egotistical or narcissistic. He just knows because he is so different than humanity. He knows that his nature, his character is so satisfying that when he created you, me, our listeners, to be in relationship with him, to bring him glory, it wasn't because he was like, well, I need you to bring me glory. Mm -hmm. It's because I know this is so satisfying. And I hope our listener, as they listen to the sermon, hopefully, or participated on Sunday in in the online service or in, in person, they didn't walk out going, oh, God doesn't need me. I hope they heard that there's this invitation, and the invitation is to be satisfied. And so as I've prepped, as I've chewed on this, as I've tried to figure out how to make this palatable, because, I mean, talking about the self-sufficiency, the aseity of God, man, that's a deep topic. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're challenging ourselves to get our sermons to some smaller 
uh, portions so our online family doesn't check out. I hope I'm allowed to say that, but that's sure. that's what we're doing. If yeah. you're noticing that, hey, you're not preaching 30 minutes, it's because we're trying to make it more engageable. Yeah, That's hard to do in 20 to 22 minutes of preaching to say, man, let's really explore the self-sufficiency yeah. of God without it becoming this, well, why does God need mm. me then? And so th- I really wanted to, in today's thing to explore that. Yeah, so that's that, good. That, that's uh, good. We've covered the meat of it there. What... Um, I hope it's okay that I go go here. Go wherever, man. How might a church member who mm-hmm. does not have that theology, maybe they'll say it, but they don't live it, how can it get out of whack if we do believe he needs us? Well, I think if we believe that God needs us, there's two thoughts here. One, we're working with a works-based uh, mentality, and Scripture is clear that, that our works do not save us. So we may be operating under this mindset, well, God needs me to do this, and this is going to assure my salvation. No. If that's your mentality, we need to talk, because Scripture is very clear. It's only through faith in Jesus Christ. You can do nothing to earn the favor of God. Right. Uh, so Giving so, a little extra Christmas, helping a little la- old lady across the street, signing up to give a homeless family a, a box at Thanksgiving of food. Mm-hmm. All those are wonderful things, but that's not going to get you more favor or God's not in heaven wishing somebody would help him out. No. Well, that's just called obedience. Right. So that's the first thought. The second thought, though, is if our mentality is God needs me, and we talk about this in the sermon, we're actually, it's not elevating, well, it's elevating us over Mm God. We're making God not God. Mm -hmm. If we have a God that needs us, then he is no longer God. We have some control and authority over him, and that's dangerous to have a God that you have control over because at that point you just have a genie or an, imagine- a genie a bottle, or an imaginary character or friend, and that's not yeah. good. No. So that mentality of, well, God needs me means you're actually saying I'm above God or my salvation is based on what I do, not what Jesus has done, and that's a problem. Thank you. That's why. That's why I asked the question, and uh, you answered that far better than I anticipated, or than I than I could have. So, thank you for doing that. I do encourage our listeners to process, use this message, use the sermon, use the podcast to evaluate your motives when you worship, when you obey, when you do for. I don't know the language that Dave's going to use in his sermon, but it's not doing for, but doing with that inviting along and. Uh, Pay attention to that. This, if you're doing things because you think God needs you, you're not condemned, but you need to understand that it might not be the right way. Yeah. And it's a call to repent and say, okay, no wonder I feel so heavy. No wonder it feels so shallow or empty, and yet I just don't feel like it's bringing me life. Maybe it's because the motive is wrong. Yeah, and, and you said doing with God. I, there, I'll be honest, I even struggle with that concept sometimes because that means I'm working side by side. And maybe someone could say, well, I'm equal with God. Okay, well, I'm not saying that. No, I know you're not. But if I use this again, listener, you know, if you've listened more than one episode, we record this before the sermon is delivered. If I go that route, and this is how I usually present things, God is using me as the conduit for ministry, for his grace, for his love, for his whatever. So I look at it as I'm the vessel that God is using. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, that helps me check my heart, okay, I'm equal with God because I'm doing this 
with him. We could argue that all day long. I'm sharing my personal, yeah. this is how I approach. God is doing ministry through me. Right. He doesn't need me, but he's invited me. I've made myself available, and he's working through me. Right. It helps keep me humble. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. You're singing a lot today, dude. You've got some music in your heart. Perfect in every way. You even put out on your uh, blog today something about music I, I did. saw. I did. So, I've been sitting there for a while. And that's I just good. So you know what? Why not? That's publish. good. Yeah. I like it. I mean, yeah. I'm a music guy. Yeah. I just smile when you start singing in the mic. And <laughs> I mean, It's from my mom. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's nice yeah. that... She doesn't listen to the podcast, I don't think, but... Well, if she is, hey, mom. By the way... When she she knows I was going on vacation, yeah. She said, "Who's preaching?" I said, "Dave." She said, "Oh, good." She could have easily said, "Oh, me." Let me go find another place to listen. <laughs> oh, I don't have to tune in. <laughs> Yay! In today. Right. No, I don't think that that's what great. she. Anyway, well, it's yeah. all good. So yeah. I'm excited. I look forward to hopefully hearing some feedback on this from folks. We may not hear anything. People may just be like, "If it's bad feedback, Brad Cleveland, B <laughs> Cleveland at West Franklin Church. If it's good feedback, D Cruz." Even if it's bad, I'd and you like can to hear send it. you can send me an email, but I'm going to be on vacation, and uh, you're going to have a automatic response. Yeah, but you'll be back in office by Tuesday morning. I will. So I will. It won't take you too long to no, get not, that email. I'm not going to be gone too terribly long. No, and that's that's fine. You need that break. We all need yeah. those breaks every once in a while. Yeah. So going to the beach is that what I, I am? Mm-hmm. That's what, we won't say which one. So um, in case it becomes a hot spot, then no one can <laughs> accuse you of bringing COVID back. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to the beach. Hopefully, to get brown and. Some sand between my toes. I will not be posting pictures of my feet. Oh. I hate my own feet. Well, that's good. Much less anybody else's feet. I'm glad you're not going to do that. I love my wife's feet. Okay. That's why I knew she was the one. All right. Not really, but I that's I, I have a thing with feet. I don't like them, but I like hers. And so, so you know, I could live with that. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Good. I'm sure she's thrilled you're talking about yeah, her no, feet. I'm sure she is. <laughs> so. And if you're ever wondering why I'm not in that denomination that does foot washing, now you know. That's good. Yeah. I, I My dad used to own a shoe store, and I've always had to ask him, Dad, how did you handle mm. touching those feet and oh. whatnot? And he's just like, oh. just stare at the knees. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Stare so, at the knees. That's so good. it's crazy, but yeah. That's good. So, all right, Matt, anything else we need to share with our folks? Uh, about? Let me think. Uh, August 9th, we talked about the new sermon series. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, in the near future, we'll be uh, able to give some firmer dates about stuff that's coming back yes so i don't want to don't want to say too much without having some things firm because i don't want to give false hope yeah no let's not do that i'd hate to have to edit that part out and hopefully within this month we'll be making some announcements about student ministry yeah hopefully hopefully if not this month next month yeah granted this will be august when this airs so yeah that's what i meant august yeah yeah sorry i'm still thinking like it's july that's okay saturday's august one man that's hard to think. Yeah. That's hard to think. Well, listen, Matt and I want to say thanks for joining us for another episode of West Franklin Talks. Can't wait to hear you preach, Dave. It's going to be fun. I always enjoy the opportunity. When you come back with us next week, Matt will be a little browner, but you won't be able to tell because it's all audio. But in the meantime, you enjoy your week, and we will see you or talk with you again soon.